1953, and I was on the way to the hospital. I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And wow, that was quite an intro. And these are our incredible stories. All righty. So all of us at some point in our life have had something incredible happen uh, that just happens out of the blue. And you had a moment in your childhood where uh, you were headed somewhere. You were in the car. You had one expectation. We'll go over what that was. And I'm sure it wasn't the, the first thing you wanted to do in your day. But then something happened and it changed your day from that point on. This is true, and uh, Gary, I uh, want to, along with you, welcome all of our listeners from across the United States and around the world this evening. Oh my gosh, are you telling me that people are listening to us right now? <laughs> yes, we're... I thought we were just having a conversation. I didn't realize that people are actually listening to us. We are definitely live this evening. Oh, thank goodness I censored myself. Uh, 1953, however, there were a lot of people who are probably listening that were not alive back then. I don't think I was. No, you weren't. And uh, I was about eight years old, so I was barely alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's the situation. I uh, was born with crossed eyes, uh, tightened eye muscle. And so I was headed to the hospital for corrective eye surgery, mm. eight years old. Well, at eight years old, you don't uh, really know, um, you know, uh, how fearful a, a trip to the hospital might be and surgery might be and this and that and the other. So uh-huh. it was just something that uh, my parents um, told me had to be done. And so I was in the car with my dad on the way to the hospital. And on the way, uh, we stopped um, at a shopping center because we saw something unusual going on in the parking lot. And it was there that I met my first TV hero, the Range Rider. Range Rider. Yes, otherwise known as Jock Mahoney, who played the Range Rider. Now, there he was. The Range Rider, by the way, started on television in 1951. It only had a couple seasons. So Mm -hmm. 1953, when I uh, was there in this parking lot, Either he had wrapped up his final season or was in the process of wrapping up his final season and was uh, doing a tour around the United States, probably promoting the show. Sure. And there he was, Gary. And, oh, don't forget, 1953, Those that was the early day of television, for goodness sake. Very early days sure, of television, yes. Uh, because, um, you know, TV started uh, to get out and about in the uh, households around oh, 1948. Course. So what are we looking at? You know, five years into um, TV coming into the, the uh, yeah. American homes. Oh, I mean, you could you could start out with a huge TV in your house, a twelve inch screen. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. All glorious black and white. That's right. Or if you wanted color, you could actually buy one of these little screens that you would yeah. pop on the front that would give you these weird color. But signals. that was later. That was later in the early mm-hmm. days. You didn't even have that, and it was amazing to be able to sit in front of this piece of furniture like you used to sit in front of the radio, only this time you could actually see and hear rather than just hear. It was mm-hmm. almost like being in a tiny movie theater. Yeah, you didn't have to go out. Oh, I know. So there he was. Uh, he, this had to be one of the classic premiere shows on television. Starting in 1951, it may have been one of the very first Westerns. but Possibly. 
there he was, the star of the show. He was standing in the shopping center parking lot. He was all dressed up in his western outfit. I recognized it. That was the real range rider. He was actually signing autographs for all the kids around him, Gary. Did your heart drop to your stomach? Dad, Dad, can we just detour here for a few minutes before we go to the hospital? Oh, that's the range rider. So and did you? Yeah, Dad uh, saw how important um, getting over there to see the Range Rider was. Now, of course, we didn't have any paper for an autograph or anything. We weren't expecting uh-huh. to come across a major Western TV star on the way to uh-huh. the hospital. So he reached into the glove compartment. He took some something out that you could write a signature on. Right. But... It even had a little bit of grease on it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remember I said, oh, my gosh, you're going to give this to my hero to, to sign, you know, with a little bit of yeah. grease on it and everything. But that was all we had. And uh, so um, I came away from uh, the experience with uh, the Range Riders autograph on that little uh, piece of cardboard or whatever it was that we had in the glove compartment. And uh, I was there with a solid mass of boys my age. Uh, not a lot of girls. They weren't into the uh, of course Western not. Heroes, Girls aren't into cowboys. Oh, the Come little, on. little boys. Oh, there they were. There they were with their fathers uh, being led by the hand to where the range rider was signing those precious autographs. Oh, Ooh. I was in awe. There he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like he looked on our small black and white TV screen. The real range rider. Mm-hmm. And like many of the other kids, I didn't have the courage to talk to him. <laughs> what was I going to say? But I, I, I sure did want his autograph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I say, Dad scrounged that paper from the glove compartment of our new Chevy Bel Air. And I approached the actual living, breathing, in-person range rider himself. I handed my Western hero the paper. I watched him write something on it and eagerly reached out to retrieve it. I could see that the scrap of paper now had a large signature scrawled on it. Range Rider. Mm. Now, I'm sure you have held on to that autograph, which is probably worth a lot of money. Where is it? Oh, that's the sad part of our incredible story, Gary. It's been gone for decades. <laughs> what did you do to it? Did you trade it at lunch for I a pudding pack or something? It, it just ended up disappearing oh, man. Over, the, over the ages. So anyhow, so would you believe that, uh, you know, more than 60 years later, though, that I, I can still visualize that signature in my mind? Oh, I'm sure you could. It was one of those, you know, moments of a lifetime. Within minutes of meeting my hero, it was off to the hospital and corrective eye surgery. (laughs) Well, you know what? I think that takes the sting out of it a little bit, you know, when you get to have something that incredible happen. Now, do you think that uh, Grandma and Grandpa may have been aware of that and knew that he was your favorite person and thought, why don't we do this to kind of help lessen the blow of having to go and have corrective eye surgery? No, I think think we spotted him uh, uh, totally uh, by accident. Really? Yeah, and um, two years later, by the way, Gary, I still found that most of my heroes were coming from the black and white TV screen. Every day, I faithfully turned into Buffalo Bob Smith and his puppet pal. Do you know the name of that show? Buffalo Bob Smith. Is that with Howdy Doody? Yes, yes, Howdy Doody. It's Howdy Doody time. Yep, and I waited patiently for Kate Smith to finish singing When the Moon Comes Over the Mountain on her daily variety show because she came on right before Howdy Doody. Mm. Couldn't wait till she was finished singing. And then uh, I believe, um, like I say, uh, 
Kate Smith was scheduled right before my show came on. Uh, but I'm, I'm really no longer sure. In my mind, I can still hear her beautiful voice, however, and, and picture her friendly, smiling face mm. as she sang her popular theme song. I do remember watching the tail end of Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. Have you ever heard of them? No. Uh, during some of those early childhood years. And in any event, it was always a thrill when Buffalo Bob came up uh, on the television screen with that clarion call, Hey, kids, what time is it? And they would answer. Uh, it's howdy duty time. Yeah, they would shout that. It's howdy duty time. Everybody in the peanut gallery and some of us in the home audience as well. Oh, I can hear you uh, as a child probably sitting there in grandma and grandpa's living room uh, screaming it out at the top uh, of your lungs. And I love Clarabelle the Clown. He was one of my favorites. Now, on Saturdays, I, I was up uh, early, uh, jumped in front of the TV screen so I wouldn't miss Roy Rogers and Sky King and... Sixty years later, I still recall the Sky Bar candy commercials. That you can still them. buy a Sky Bar, you know that, yeah, right? Yeah, and uh, we should have one sometime just for uh, nostalgia's sake. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a Three Musketeers. Well, I mean, the old Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers used to have vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate, and then they just decided to go with all chocolate. Mm -hmm. But Sky Bar is kind of the same idea. And since we're talking about old-time classic television uh, uh, with the Range Rider, um, there were nights that I got to stay up a little later, a few years later on, to watch Marshall Matt Dillon. You remember, remember the name of his show? Yes, uh, Gunsmoke. Yeah, he protected the citizens of Dodge from the various scoundrels who found their way to Kansas during each and every exciting episode of Gunsmoke. I like the quiet way that uh, Marshall Dillon spoke, as well as the fact that he was a man of few words. And I also liked his fast draw at the beginning of every episode. Um, mm -hmm. You've seen that. You remember that? Uh, oh, yeah. You, you had, I remember uh, as a kid, you had purchased the whole VHS set mm -hmm. of Gunsmoke. And every once in a while, I'd watch an episode with you. But what you haven't mentioned yet, which I'm sure you're working up to, is the fact that we do have some autographs from... Uh, Sheriff Marshal Matt Dillon in our home. And we also have a picture uh, hanging up of him going up against the man who taught him how to be the fast draw. Yes. Yeah, so we where were, he actually gets shot instead of uh, being the one who shoots down the bad guy. <laughs> right. And there's an interesting story behind that. The fellow he was facing off against was named Arvo Arhola. And he was known back in the 50s as a fast draw artist. And he even designed the fast draw holsters for the uh, TV uh, Western right. heroes. Which we actually have one with Yes, us. we actually have one of Arvo uh, Arhola's um, uh, fast draw holsters. And so he was really fast. And in one of the, one of the takes, uh, they goofed around and, and he outdrew and shot uh, Marshal Matt Dillon, and Matt played right along with it, and he fell down. Uh, and that's the <laughs> of photo. Of course, that's the one, that's the take that you nobody's ever seen. We've got a still of it, but nobody's right. ever seen that because, you know, we see the one where Marshal Dillon guns down Arvo. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, when Matt couldn't disarm the bad guys with reason, that's when his six-gun did the talking. Mm -hmm. So... As a young teenager, like I said, I briefly explored the possibility of becoming a fast draw artist myself. But oh didn't. wait, did you? Yeah, I yeah. didn't hear about this story. Yeah, but uh, I never got the holster until just recently, as you know. <laughs> so. Well, never, never too late, right? They say uh, there's always time to learn something new. So, Jock Mahoney, the Range Rider, Marshall Matt Dillon, played by James Arness, uh, Roy Rogers, Guy King. 
uh, these folks and, and others uh, really had an influence on me during my early childhood. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny that you mention uh, your story about meeting um, the range ride. Uh, the Ranger Range Rider, uh, when you were a kid, because I remember an experience that I had um, with mom. We had gone to the mall when we were living in Almogordo, and I was four or five, and I had already started watching the 1960s Batman TV show. It was uh, on reruns on TV, and so I, I knew who Adam West was, uh, I didn't know his name. I just knew that he played Batman. Uh, and I remember the Batmobile from the TV show. And we had gone in to the mall, the White Sands Mall, and we're walking down the center of the aisle, and there's a group of people off to the side because we were heading to Kmart. And parked right out in front of Kmart inside the mall was the Batmobile from the 60s. And the man who brought it there uh I think his last name was Barris, the one who actually designed yes, the car. Yes, Jack Barris, I think. I think that was it. He was there with the car. He was taking it on tour. So this was the actual car that was used in the TV show. And I remember the people had kind of moved along, and we approached the car, and he said, how would your kids like to sit in the Batmobile? And I remember we got picked up, Amber and I got picked up, and I got to sit right there in the driver's seat where Adam West sat. And Amber was put in the passenger seat. And I sat in the Batmobile. And I know the feeling that you're talking about because that moment of just awestruck that this is, it's not a dream, even though it feels like it, it's reality. But being in the car, the car that could do everything, I could call Commissioner Gordon on the bat phone. You know, I could have flipped one of the switches and shot out a grease slicker out of the back of the car or revved up the uh, turbine engine and took off down the street. Of course, my feet were too small to, you know, reach the pedals, but the idea was there. And uh, just two years ago, I got to sit in the car again with my wife, Danielle, because they had brought the car over to the speedway near us. And I actually got to sit in it again. And it was, it brought back a lot of memories. Of course, somebody else had a better idea than I did. They showed up as Batman and they got to stay out there and get pictures taken and have autographs. <laughs> I have my own Batman costume that I made. And the thought had crossed my mind of doing that. But I thought that that probably end up getting me arrested. You know, anytime you have somebody running around thinking that they're Batman <laughs> at an event and they weren't paid to be there, that usually ends up in somebody getting arrested. So I didn't do that. But I did get to sit in the car, and they did have the helicopter, too, which they weren't allowing people to sit in. But that was really cool because it had the shark repellent spray that uh, Adam West uses to get rid of the shark that's hanging off his leg in the movie. So I understand that feeling and how exciting it is. Yeah, so just as I was thrilled beyond words to actually Mm -hmm. be in the presence of the Range Rider, you were thrilled to be in the presence and actually in the Batmobile. The Batmobile. And twice as twice. a child and later yes. on as an adult. And the other thing, uh, talking about meeting heroes, I actually got to meet Adam West and Burt Ward in person mm-hmm. uh, at the Megacon convention in Orlando. Wow. And, but it was only for like two seconds. That's okay. <laughs> you come in and they said, all right, take your picture. Thank you. Goodbye. So I got to shake his <laughs> hand and go, <laughs> 
So there's a little bit of stuttering there. But yeah, it's it's an amazing failing. And if any of you uh, listeners out there have had a similar experience, then you can understand how we feel uh, right now when we're, we're reminiscing here about this uh, in, in our lifetime. So I'm sure that uh, any of you have met your favorite childhood star or even now as an adult, your favorite uh, singer or actor or whatever. You can understand where we're coming from when we say that it's a unique experience. It's incredible for anybody, and it gives you your own incredible story that you can share with people around you, whether they believe you or not. Yes, all of us have an incredible story, and even more than one. <laughs> Lots of them when you stop That's and true. think about it. That's true. I'm sure all of us could write our own books if we wanted to. Well, once again, I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And hey, thank you for joining us. And, uh, letting us reminisce a little bit about uh, our youth. <laughs>